the Archdiocese of Toronto, and the National Catholic Broadcasting Council. Through the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, presents Sunday TV Mass. Welcome to the Sunday celebration of the TV Mass on this, the fifth Sunday of Lent. My name is Monsignor Sam Bianco. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from two donors. The first is the Hatch family from Milton, Ontario, for healing and birthday blessings for Euclid, Hash, and for the repose of the souls of Rika, Dudeha, Shiv, and Hanuman. The second is Rita Kelly from Baton, Ontario, in memory of her loving husband, Keith, who passed away four years ago, and for the good health and intentions of her family. Our thanks to all the donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Coming together as God's family, we seek the Lord's mercy and forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. By your help, we beseech you, Lord our God, may we walk eagerly in that same charity with which, out of love for the world, your Son handed himself over to death. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and, you, and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. With the Lord there is steadfast love and great power to redeem. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. With the Lord there is steadfast love and great power to redeem. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, 
Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, so that you may be revered. With the Lord there is steadfast love and great power to redeem. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits in his word, I hope. My soul waits for the Lord, more than watchmen for the morning. With the Lord there is steadfast love and great power to redeem. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his Spirit that dwells in you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Whoever believes in me will never die. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. The Lord be with you. And your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. The sisters of Lazarus sent a message to Jesus, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard this, he said, this illness does not lead to death, rather it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. 
Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. Jesus was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. There was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. This is for God's glory. Uh, Chaucer wrote in a long poem these last words, all good things come to an end. And Chaucer's poem was called uh, Troilus and Cressida, and it's the story of a love affair that takes place in the Tro Trojan War between Troilus and Cressida. And the love ends up very, very tragically. They, they, sadness and infidelity and lots of hurt and lots of pain. And uh, it's, it's a, a poem story that uh, Shakespeare picked up in his play, Troilus and Cressida, that, that love affairs, good things, friendships, they come to an end, sometimes sadly, sometimes just death, they come to an end. Today's gospel, Jesus challenges that proverb, that saying that all good things come to an end. They might come to an end in one way, but not always in the way we think. And good things in the life of Jesus, in fact, don't come to an end. And one of the things that doesn't come to an end with Jesus is always his friendship. First and foremost, his friendship with God, his Father. He's in prayer, he's in communication. He lifts up his hands, his eyes, his ears, and his heart. And that friendship with the Father, which is tested so often like in the garden, it never comes to an end. It's a, a binding, a together that's very permanent. And from that also comes the fact that human friendship for Jesus, his friendship with you and me and Martha and Mary and Lazarus, that's not meant to come to an end. 
And so when it says Jesus weeps, part of the reason he's weeping, because the human friendship with Martha and Mary and Lazarus seems to be an end, and humanly he's weeping. But he's also weeping because people don't understand that there's a greater, deeper friendship, and that's the friendship between God and Jesus. And if we can see that at the heart of humanity, the thing that endures, the thing that comes not to an end but grows, is the relationship between God and Jesus. And that relationship between God and Jesus is transferred to you and me because we are part of Jesus. There's no question that human friendships, whether they break up by accident or death or misunderstanding, there's pain. But that pain is woven and integrated into the friendship that Jesus has with God our Father. And so two realities are present here. Yes, there's the possibility and the reality and the hope that there'll be a resurrection from the dead. Martha and Mary and Lazarus believe that. Jesus also proclaims that even here and now in this world, all our pain and everything is integrated. So it's possible in here and now to know something of deep friendship and to be part of it and to experience it. Yes, there's loss. But through that loss, we can experience in this time, in this place, here and now. Why is Jesus angry? Well, he's angry because he's been with people for so long, and none of them, none of us seem to grasp or understand that although Jesus experiences everything we do, the deep friendship that he has with God, the permanence, having faith that there's a bond between Jesus on earth and God in heaven is what's most important. And that's why he pleads with Martha and Mary and the disciples and everyone. Do you see that? Do you believe that there's an unbreakable link between God the Father and me and between you and me and God our Father? That never comes to an end. It may be tenuous, it may be broken in parts, but it's meant to be permanently enduring. Uh, Jesus is the light. He came into the world and he wants us to see the light even in our brokenness. And he does everything by his healing, by his preaching, by his friendship to help us walk in the light. And how does he do it? Well, he does it by the good things of the world, but also he does it by the things that are broken. The amazing part of this story is there's nothing that Jesus can't use that won't reveal the glory of God. And here's the truth. If Jesus can use a body that's been in the grave for four days that smells something that's, if you will, away, then there's nothing Jesus can't use to reveal the glory of God. He can use all the good things of the earth, but he also can take what is broken and fragile and run down. As long as we keep close to this truth, his promise is for the future, but the life he meant is for here and now as well. The grave is never permanently shut. Let us join together now and join and profess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, 
who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting, amen. We pray for those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who seek a deeper awareness of God in their life. This Lenten season, we pray to the Lord. Lord, In thanksgiving and for blessings for Archbishop Francis, who has been consecrated and is the new Archbishop of Toronto. May God bless him during all his ministry, we pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus, you are with us always. You are the unbreakable bond between creation, between us and your Father. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you fruit of the earth, the work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Hear us, Almighty God, and having instilled in your servants the teachings of the Christian faith, graciously purify them by the working of this sacrifice. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For just as true man, for, for as true man, he wept for Lazarus, his friend, and as Eternal God raised him from the tomb, just as taking pity on the human race, he leads us by sacred mysteries to new life. Through him, the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, 
by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion. He took bread and giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Francis, our Bishop, all the clergy and all the people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy, Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed now by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of the peace of Christ. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. 
Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy. Enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, that we may always be counted among the members of Christ, in whose body and blood we have communion, who lives forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. The Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks, Peter. As we move through Lent, it's a good time in the fifth week to remind ourselves almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. We continue that so that we may share fully in the Eucharistic passion, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. God bless. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.
My name is Sister Anne Immaculée. I am a Sister of Life, and I would like to invite you to join me on Holy Saturday as we pray and reflect on the joyful mysteries of the Rosary and prepare for the resurrection of the Lord on Easter Sunday. Please visit our website or call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for more information.